It's time for the Average Pros Fantasy Football Podcast, featuring Jonathan Rates, Alex Huff, and Braden Crow. What's up, everyone? Welcome in to the Average Pros Podcast. Uh, we are back for Week Five Start Sit, uh, and want to do a quick recap. And whenever I say quick recap, an emphasis on quick. There's not a lot to talk about from Thursday Night Football. It was one of the worst games I have ever watched. Um, the Colts played the Broncos. Um, the Colts ended up winning 12 to nine. Um, Alex, I guess let's do a, a quick recap on this game. Um, do you have any, any points you, you really think we need to talk about? No, there's nothing too crazy. I think from a fantasy perspective, the only people that are really affected for the Colts going forward is you're going to play Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. You can't really get out of that if you have both of them. Alec Pierce, we talked about a little bit off air. The rookie wide receiver for the Colts is probably a good waiver wire pickup going into next week. Um, and then on the Denver Broncos side, you can't play Russell Wilson. Melvin Gordon's okay. Uh, you can play Cortland Sutton, I think, continuing to do that. He's still getting targets and looks. And Jerry Judy looks more like a boomer bust wide receiver three so far this season. So that would kind of be my implications. I don't think there's anyone else you can touch in either of these in either of these teams for fantasy until further notice. Yeah, it was it was ugly. I mean, I I would say that Matt Ryan is now outside of the streaming question um, that we thought he would be going into the season. And Russell Wilson has dropped from a QB one to the streaming possibilities where Matt Ryan once was. Um, but yep, yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think besides that, it's, you start your Pittman, you start your Sutton. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's a terrible idea to, you know, package them with someone else and see if you can level up to a better offense or, or whatever going forward. But um, there's not a lot to talk about with Thursday night football. So we're going to jump into start sit. We're going to talk about some injuries first, uh, as of this is uh, Friday afternoon. So practice reports are coming in, but we know that Kyle Pitts is out, um, with a hamstring injury. Um, not that it really mattered with Pitts right now, but, yeah. um, now you have an excuse not to play Pitts, which I think every cop Pitts owner is probably grateful for. Um, yeah. Probably if you're looking directly at the waiver wire right there, who are you looking at? I mean, we got Logan Thomas might be a good fill in uh, Robert Tanyan. Yeah. I, I would say those are the only two that I would suggest on the waiver wire. I mean, unless you have like the Conklins or the Njoku's or, or whatever on the waiver wire, those are, I would say better than, than Thomas or Tanyan, but, but not a lot of leagues have that. And past, um, I just want to mention it's probably irrelevant, but past, Thomas and Tunyon there's really no one else you can play that you're just hoping gets a catch Taysom Hill's out there I mean it's just as risky as a tight end but at least you have some rushing and possibly passing work that I mean I wouldn't play him over Tunyon or Thomas but it it might just be a I mean at that point you're looking at you know OJ Howard <laughs> Cameron yeah. Brait and it's like you just need something so yeah I don't I don't mind that Taysom Hill play I mean I I don't want to say it's a it's, sneaky play because I don't think it's necessarily like going to be advantageous, but yeah. uh, Jameis Winston didn't practice today. And so Andy Dalton will be starting again, most likely, um, which I guess that leaves room for Taysom Hill to be more involved in their game plan. So you just, never know. Yeah. Just a, just a small plug. If you're just, if there's no one out there and you're just like, I just need, I need, I need a chance at points, but 
there's also a good chance he doesn't have more than four points, but that's every tight end you're looking at anyway. Yep. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was back at practice in a limited fashion, I believe this morning. Um, and so he, he normally, whenever players practice on Friday, they're good to go. However, the lions have a bye next week. And so they may just say, we may just give you the week off and, and you can have three weeks off. So he's ready to go after the bye. So be monitoring that for Sunday as of right now, he practiced though, and science point to him playing, um, Dawson Knox is out. Um, and so Isaiah McKenzie is, we are waiting to hear if he is going to be in concussion protocol or if he's going to be good to go. But, um, are we feeling better about Gabe Davis given that Knox is out? Personally, I am. I'm also, especially if Isaiah McKenzie is there, Jameson Crowder is out for the season with an injury. Isaiah McKenzie was already taking over his role. I like Isaiah McKenzie. And then I think Gabe Davis has been disappointing, maybe not relative to expectations, but relative to the outrageous hype train that he was on in the preseason. So I think he's still going to be kind of that wide receiver two, kind of that boomer bust wide receiver two, maybe high and wide receiver three but he's on one of the best offenses in the league. So especially if you're going up against, you know, a, a juggernaut in your league and you need some points, he's probably for the rest of the season going to be a good high upside play, but he also has a pretty low floor. But I like him this week just because the lack of work. Absolutely. We're going to dive into um, some Gabe Davis or questions in just a second, but want to finish up some injuries. Uh, Dave Montgomery um, still is going to be questionable. Um, and so you definitely want to be monitoring that Khalil Herbert would be another great start. He didn't, he didn't go off last week, but he's going to be getting so much work. Um, I would, I would put him in your lineup. Um, and then Deandre Swift, um, has not been officially ruled out, but is, is, um, probably not going to play. So, uh, Jamal Williams again, start him and then Bateman, we don't know yet. So, um, he was not seen at practice, but Harbaugh was not ready to rule him out yet. So be watching for that. So that's all the injuries. Um, we're going to dive into some start sit questions and, and looking at matchups. We're going to start with wide receivers first. Uh, let's talk about Brandon cooks. Uh, Alex, you want to talk about Brandon cooks? Yeah, he hasn't had a terrible season so far. He just, this is kind of the Brandon Cooks effect. You don't feel like he's ever winning you your week because generally he's not winning you your week. But he has a nice floor. He, The Jaguars, middle of the pack against receivers. He has at least seven targets in every game. I mean, at this point, especially with injuries, we talk, you know, even with Bateman and Amon Ra, and we're talking about all these running back injuries, just to get somebody out on your on your roster with some production, is it's hard to not do that, right? Um but I think it's a little bit roster dependent, not to take the easy way out, but low end wide receiver too, but you know, you're going to get some kind of floor with them. So maybe build your roster for the rest of the week around the fact that he could, he's probably going to get you 10 to 12 PPR points um, and kind of go from there. Yeah. Those floor plays are really helpful whenever you play, um, whenever your opponent has um, players that played like, um, Melvin Gordon, who didn't do anything, or Naheem Hines, who didn't do anything. Um, inversely, if you had Naheem Hines and you need ceiling, you probably don't necessarily want to look at Cooks, but want to look at something like a Gabe Davis. Is that what I'm hearing you say, Alex? Correct, yeah. And I, I mean, I think him and Gabe Davis are polar opposites, kind of, and we can talk about Gabe Davis next, but it's it's more of a roster construction build than it is a 
I think player versus player build because they're in similar tiers, you could say. I yeah, think at least I would agree. so far this season. Yeah, I'd for sure agree with that. So I guess if if everything was equal, like you didn't need a ceiling play, didn't need a floor play, would you start Cooks or Davis this week? I just like Gabe Davis. I'll take the guy that can possibly win you your week. He can, you know, we've seen him go off for three touchdowns in a game. I'll take that over Brandon Cooks. Cool. Um, what about like um oh goodness. What about let's talk about like Amari Cooper, uh Deontay Johnson, DK Metcalf. Who do you like in that mixed with um Gabe Davis? So I think DK Metcalf is probably the highest of those, just because we've seen him now on a couple good weeks have some big days. I don't like the matchup for the Seahawks for Geno Smith specifically, but it's hard to bench DK Metcalf, I think. Uh Amari Cooper, it's more of the same with you know, he's the him and Gabe Davis and alternate universes are the same person, right? Uh, he's kind of a boomer bust wide receiver too, as well in this specific situation, I'm going to take, and the Browns are playing the chargers and the chargers have some lockdown corners. I know some are injured, but they are very good secondary. I'd play Gabe Davis, especially with Dawson Knox being out and Isaiah McKenzie possibly being out. It could just be Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis and, they'd have to take all of Josh Allen's targets. So I'd take Gabe Davis over those guys. And Deontay Johnson, I'd, I'd probably still take Gabe Davis over Deontay Johnson. He's kind of a – he's been a floor play as well, and we don't know what that's going to look like with Kenny Pickett yet. So if I have the flexibility, which, you know, those are some big – some kind of highly drafted wide receivers, I probably don't have the flexibility to play to sit any of those guys, but I'd play Gabe Davis over Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, but not over DK Metcalf. Yeah, I think I would rank that list. I think I would do Metcalf, uh, Cooper, and Davis are like deadlocked for me, and then Deontay's at the very bottom. Um, I guess let's let's kind of go a tier down. Um, let's talk about like Juju, Garrett Wilson, McLaurin, like any of those guys kind of stick out and from the previous list, or or what are you doing with those guys? Yeah, so for Terry McLaurin. They look like they're playing um, the – I just had this pulled up. Who are they playing? The Commanders. They're playing the Titans. I don't know why that was that, – their logo looks a little bit different um, than I was looking for, looking for the old the old logo. Um, no, so Jahan Dotson, the rookie wide receiver for Washington Commanders, looks to be out. I didn't know if we got a word on that on Andrew Report. Yep, he's for sure out. Sure. Curtis Samuel practiced today, even though he was sick. So I still would take Terry McLaurin. It might be a good bounce back week for him. He's had some disappointing weeks as of late. Everybody else that he said, I think I would take Gabe Davis over Juju. Juju has a floor as well. A lot of these guys are kind of floor plays. Juju's getting some targets, but I still would take Gabe Davis, especially in a depleted Bills wide receiver core. Devonta Smith, you and I were kind of talking about this off air. I think I would take Gabe Davis but I, I see the same similar arguments. They're both wide receiver twos and high powered offenses against decent matchups. Maybe just kind of pick your poison there, but I, I, I don't know. Um, where, where's your head to it with maybe any of those guys, but let alone, especially the Devonta Smith, Gabe Davis comparison. Yeah. I'd probably take, I, I would probably play McLaurin over Gabe Davis this week. Um, Devonta Smith is, is pretty tight with me on Gabe Davis. Um, Alex, I think, 
off air. I think you kind of convinced me a little bit more on him. Um, and I'd for sure play him over Juju and Garrett Wilson just until the whole Zach Wilson stuff starts to get figured out. I, I, we kind of plan on doing Gabe Davis or, but the more we're talking about it, it feels like we're pretty high on Gabe Davis. And so I kind of want to shift this towards like people who may have Deontay Johnson and are you, any of these guys, are you pivoting off of Deontay Johnson and all his work to put in someone else um, in this list? Yeah. Deontay Johnson's hard because prior to the Kenny Pickett transition, he was still getting lots of targets. It just didn't, it hadn't broken right for him yet. We don't know how it's going to play out, but he's still good enough where I think I'm still willing to play him against granted. The Steelers are playing the bills and the Bills secondary might just annihilate this entire game. I mean, it might be really bad for Kenny Pickett, but I think I'll take, I'd take Gabe Davis. I'd take Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper, over, just guys we've talked about all over Deontay Johnson. I'm probably taking Deontay Johnson over Juju Smith-Schuster at this point. But that's that's probably the line for me. What about you? Yeah, I, I think I would agree on the Juju um, point. Um, but you're still starting Deontay Johnson over Garrett Wilson and Devonta Smith? I would start Devonta Smith over Deontay Johnson. I would start Deontay Johnson though over Garrett Wilson until we see how this next week goes with yeah. Zach Wilson at quarterback. I think I would agree with that too. Um, awesome. Let's keep going just a little bit deeper. Um, are, is there, is there any way that you are playing DJ Moore this week? Nope. Him and Allen Robinson. I, they're both safely off my lineups. Yeah. I, if there is any week to never play Carolina Panther, I mean, with the exception of Christian McCaffrey, and even then um, don't have high expectations. They're playing the 49ers. This, this could be a, a week where we see the first firing. So um, it could get ugly really fast. Um, yeah. And if he goes off, then we can talk what a, what he is next week, but I I'm not touching him. Yeah. It's a, it's a scary situation. Uh, one point that, that we want to talk about was Tyler Boyd could be sneaky this week. It's a pretty high over under the Bengals, like Joe Burrows, like I think three of his like five highest passing yard games or like most productive games have come against the Ravens. And so um, it's Sunday night football. Um, I could totally see a, um, I could see a big game coming from Tyler Boyd. So He's a little bit lower on on the list than all the other guys we talked about, but he could be a good pivot option if you maybe have um, DJ Moore. So do you have anything else on wide receivers you want to talk about before we jump into running backs? No, I think we'll it'll be a good conversation with some of the running backs to go through based on the wide receivers landscape we've kind of talked about at this point and kind of compare if you have a flex question. But um, I think that's all just in terms of wide receivers. Sweet. So um, now that we're five weeks in, we're starting to see some things tape shape, take shape. Um, I was just putting down that I have a huge worry about Najee. And um, I, I think we need to start asking ourselves, like, are we going to keep Najee in our lineup against the bills? Or are we going to play the Patriots running backs versus the lions? I, I think I would play the, which sounds crazy. The Patriots running back. So Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, over Najee, but it's close. I think Stevenson's probably the lock more than Damon Harris is just because he gets the pass catching work so far. But I, we, we're, we're going to have some disagreements after this. I think that's my line. I'm not 
I still am playing Najee as a top probably 20 play. I know it's ugly. I know it's bad, but you don't, I don't know if there's many guys you can start safely outside of the flex position stuff, which I don't know if you're bumping Najee down to a flex yet as an art B two though. I, I I'm not necessarily sitting him yet. I it doesn't look good, but I'm not too high a draft capital. I think to just sit him. So let's, let's dive into where we disagree. Um, would you start Najee over Jeff Wilson? I would, yes. Because the Panthers, uh, they're, I mean, they're okay. But the division is okay. But it's, uh, yeah, I would start, I still would start Najee Harris. I would personally play the Patriots running backs and Jeff Wilson um, over Najee. What about uh, Brees Hall this week? This is a tough one because Brees Hall got a lot of pass catching work. And they are playing the Dolphins. So it looks like it might be a high-scoring game. We, I don't think we'd ever thought a Jets-Dolphins game would be a high-scoring <laughs> game last year. Um, I would probably still take Najee. Brees Hall looks good. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of buy low, buy now hype on Brees Hall. I'm still probably playing Najee this week. And if Brees Hall takes over the backfield, looks like the guy, then I'll play him next week over Najee. Uh, I'm still I'm still going with the field over Najee. <laughs> I would rather start Brees Hall. The the one guy that I would start Najee over this week is Rashad Penny. Do you agree? I do. I believe that Against unless the something ch- unless something changes in Seattle, yeah, the Saints' defense is similar to the Bills. It just stops everything going on. So I think I would take Najee there. Totally, totally agree. Uh, Najee or James Conner? I don't. I doubt that anyone has the choice. But... <laughs> anyone has both. You could, I guess. If then, you do, you're zero and four. So <laughs> yeah. you probably have DJ Moore and Allen Robinson as well. <laughs> and Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am still playing Najee. I think the James Conner is playing the Eagles, and they might be the best defense in football right now. Maybe the Bills is up there, but the Bills secondary is kind of what makes them also elite. So two bad matchups, two running backs. I was the guy that was off of Najee this season too. That was one of my big cases going into the season. So I, I would take, but I'd still take Najee over James Conner. I think they're both, they both need a touchdown to be good. AJ Dillon or James Conner. Cause my answer is AJ Dillon. Yeah. Against, so the Packers are playing the giants, the giants line, defense line is not that great. Should be a decently high score. Game. It is a London game. The game in London. I'd probably play AJ Dillon over James Conner. Yikes. Uh, let's figure out where your line is. What about Raheem Mostert against the Jets? Over who? James over James, I'm, James playing James, I'm playing James Conner over Raheem Mostert. Uh, Rashad Penning or James Conner? I think James Conner's playing the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I think if you need... This is a roster. If you need points like if you are projected to looks like it's gonna you're gonna get killed Rashad Penny has a better chance of putting up 30 points than James Conner does I think if you if you're the if you're the like projected winner by a significant margin you just need a floor like you maybe want James Conner there but that I think that that that's my line because I I, when I start getting into floor ceiling arguments I think those are guys that are in the same tier and you can kind of toss a coin I think there's a better chance that in the fourth quarter, the Seahawks are still in the game 
with the Saints than the Cardinals are still in the game with the Eagles. So yeah, he could that. easily get worked out of the game plan with um, pass catching work. So anyways, uh, last RB question. Are you planning on playing any Washington running back? I think if you, I mean, some people maybe have to play Antonio Gibson. I think if you have to play Antonio Gibson, you don't love it, but you don't have a, probably a pivot option. Right. You, so, I mean, I would play anyone on the list we just talked about over Antonio Gibson. All those guys were, some were drafted early, but some guys were drafted in sixth, seventh, eighth round. So I would pivot to anyone else we talked about first. Well, the probably the more important question is where do you take these guys? We, we, we need to get out of here pretty quick. So let's keep this brief, but where would you take these guys in relation to some of the wide receivers we just talked about? Like would you start Gabe Davis, I mean, it sounds like you'd start Gabe Davis maybe over Najee, but just from a, roster construction perspective you pro- you could have a jeff wilson at Brees hall rashad penny aj Dillon, and a gabe davis brandon cooks uh devonta smith like what what would be your conversation there just really quick all three of those receivers i would play over Najee harris this week all three brandon cooks gabe davis and amari and cooper De- and devonta sorry, smith devonta smith yep i would and i think we disagree on that but um that's what I would do this week. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play to, to. I didn't. I didn't set my lineup to win with eighty-five points and hope my opponent had less. Are you playing the Patriots running backs over all those wide receivers? Uh, I would play the Patriots running backs over Devonta Smith. Uh, I would not. I don't think I would play them over Gabe Davis over Amari Cooper. Yes, I would also play them over Brandon Cooks. I think. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. If you're in a flex talk. Gabe Davis uh, is the tight one, but yeah. Yeah, and then so then Brees Hall and Rashad Penny are going to be behind most of those then as we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I, I would play Brees Hall over Devonta Smith, um, but I don't think I would play Brees Hall over um, the other guys we talked about. All of those running backs over Deontay Johnson for you? Uh, The running backs I would play over Deontay Johnson are the Patriots ones, Jeff Wilson, um. Najee, uh, e. Brees Hall. I, I, Najee's hard. I can't, I just don't feel good about Najee, man. It's, I saw what they did to Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, same, same game, right? Same, same offense, I guess. Uh, I guess in that I played Najee just over Deontay Johnson, hoping that Kenny Pickett, as he, before he takes his 59th sack of the day, is going to throw some dumb downs to Najee Harris. We'll see. Um, quarterback, uh, Matthew Stafford is an issue. Uh, the guys we wanted to highlight, Geno Smith, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. Um, I think I think I would start all three of these guys over Matthew Stafford this week. What about you? I agree. Uh, out of those, really quick, just to talk about, Carson Wentz had two, he started the, game, started the season with two really easy matchups. Then has had two really hard matchups during his two easy matchups. He played great. I don't think he's a bad play against the Titans this week. Um, and then Geno Smith has been good, but the Saints are a terrible defense, or I guess a good defense against quarterbacks. So I'd hold on Geno. I still, I think I'd play Geno over Matthew Stafford, but I'm just, I'm, if the Wentz is there, if Jared Goff is somehow on your waiver wire, if Trevor Lawrence is on your waiver wire, I'm playing all those guys over Stafford. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is ahead of. Stafford, Gino, Wentz, Goff. I think they're ahead of everyone. Um, Lawrence and Goff is a, is 
tight for me. But yeah, especially yeah. with Amon Ra there. For sure. With with Swift out, I think I worry more for Goff. Um hey, we said Goff was we said he was a bad play last week yeah, with no I wide know. receivers and no running backs. And he I know. But the Patriots Bill Belichick, I gotta imagine, I don't know. It's it's a scary thing to go up against a Bill Belichick scheme, but I I think I'd I mean Goff and Lawrence, I'd still take them over Juno Smith, Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Marcus Mariota. That's kind of our break, right? Yeah. Would you rather start Teddy Bridgewater this week against the Jets or Zach Wilson again on the other side against the Dolphins? I would take, I don't love if I can, if I have a pivot option around Zach Wilson, I'd like to take it, but I'm not going to play Teddy Bridgewater over him. Would you play either of them over Matthew Stafford? I would probably play both of them over Matthew Stafford. I know. Matthew Stafford I think, playing the Cowboys. Yeah. It could get ugly. Or yeah. either that or Sean McVay is going to do something and, the Rams are going to put up 60. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't see a middle ground. And so I, I'd play, I think I'd play Bridgewater over Stafford. And that's a hard one. I just, I don't want to watch the game. I'm going to shut my eyes and hope that it goes well. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, let's finish it out with tight end. Uh, Pitts is out. We talked about replacements like in Joku um, or Conklin, if they are there for some reason, Gerald Everett also, if he's there and deeper looking at Logan Thomas and, and, uh, Robert Tunyon on waivers. Um, is there anything else you want to add for tight end, Alex? No, I think if you were to order those, I think Everett's the clear top option. Probably is no chance he's on the waiver wire, but if he's there, he's questionable. He, so maybe someone dropped him. Maybe if he's so, you have a possibly a starting tight end for the rest of the season with Gerald Everett. And Joku is probably the next guy up there. I'd probably take Tunyon over Logan Thomas. What about Conklin? Conklin, he's in there. He's just a, I think Tonyan has more upside with touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers. Logan Thomas and Conklin, though, seem to have a decent target floor if you just need a breathing human body in that position. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you're just like, I, have, I don't have, a, you know, if you have a Kyle Pitts or something and you have no backup, I think you're probably not going to hate it, but you're not, they're not going to probably win you your week. Yeah. That just about does it for us. Um, remember, there is another London game this week, um, and so make sure you set your alarm. Make sure that you set your lineup. Um, but that's all we have. Uh, good luck. Make sure to watch those injury reports as they come in. Um, make sure you um, get those London players out of your flex. Um but everyone, good luck on Sunday. Um, it's week five. Don't panic. If you're one and three, don't panic. If you're own four, I've done it before. Alex has done it before. We have, we have clawed our way back. Um, we've, we've made it into playoffs. So it's not over till it's over. So anyways, we are the Average Pros. Thanks for listening. Good luck this week. See ya. Your time is valuable. And we thank you for sharing a little of it with the average pros. For more clear, concise, and competitive analysis, be sure to follow us on Twitter at AverageProsFF. That's at AverageProsFF. Editing and production by Jonathan Rates. Voiceover by Ben Johnson. Music by Josh Lippy and the Overtimers. We'll catch you at the next one.